word delivery system you can call us deliveroo because we are serving the word with extra sauce that's hot sauce tabasco <laughs> nando's piri piri yeah, perinase garlic mayo anything you like suya we pepper got we got it we got it we have got it on on hashtag Ribshaw, we discuss everyday topics informed by an everlasting god but before participating, I need to just pre-warn you so that you don't come to me this with your health me insurance bills time. that if you have heart medication, take it now. If you need an asthma pump, oh yeah, go collect, bring it, sit there. You know, get a glass of water, get a cup of tea, relax. If you have a seatbelt, buckle it because it's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> so the word on the street today, the word on the street today is that Christians are listening to trap music, grime music, gangster rap music, Uncle Murder, shoot, shoot, bang, bang, click, click, all of this sort of stuff. Um, we're watching Scandal and Power and How to Get Away with Murder and Real Housewives. We are watching all sorts of stuff. We are clubbing, raving, we are drinking alcohol and smoking cigarettes and kush okay that's what is happening in the world today on the street okay that's what's happening on the street christians are on the street that's the word on the street is that we are indulging in everything secular everything secular so the topic of our discussion today is should christians indulge in secular content can you like trap and gospel so can you like cardi b and christ can you like donnie mcclurkin and Cardi B, can you like Donnie McClurkin and Waka Flocka Flame? Like, that's <laughs> what we need to be able to understand. Can you watch Scandal and then flip to the Prince of Egypt? Like, can you do all of that? Is it possible for us to be able to have a nice little interest in the secular world and then also go to church Sunday morning and preach up a storm? Mm. Can we do it? Is Are we it allowed okay to, do it? to go to the club on Saturday night not bathe and then go to church. No, you have to bath. <laughs> no, and then I'm going to bath. <laughs> no, tell me, please tell me. Are they bathing? I'm just saying it happens. Remember, guys, this is a no judgment zone. We are just. No, I'm going to judge you for banter. not bathing. Wash your skin, bro. I'm going to judge you for not washing banter. your skin. Wash your skin. Especially if you've been to the club and you've got other people's. God forbid. Anyway, so all the sections we're covering today. So by the end of today, we would have been enlightened on what the word of God has to say in regards to this matter, in regards to this topic. We'll be discussing the pros and cons to indulging in secular content. Uh, We'll also be discussing whether or not Christians should smoke and drink and whether Christians should club and rave. So what does the Bible say we should do? Because that is ultimately our source of authority, right? Amen. So for me, what are there, if there are any, pros and cons to indulging in secular content? Okay, so this is where I stand. I know that there are a lot of people out there who are one extreme or the other. Either it's, oh, it's totally fine. Yeah, you can listen to as much secular content as you want. It's fine. There's no harm. It's not that deep apparently. And then there are the other extreme of people who are like, I'm not listening to anything secular. 
I wear headphones. I wear like noise cancelling headphones on the train so that I can't hear people speak and their conversations. I don't. I don't leave my house. I just stay in the house and listen to gospel music and sing hallelujah, hallelujah, kumbaya, kumbaya. That's all that people want to be doing. So, (laughs) you know, so I know that I'm aware that there are both of those extremes. And I think I'm pretty much somewhere in the middle, um, which I think, yeah, well, let's, let's discuss it. I think the pros, if there are any, I think there are pros to... Not indulging, I think indulging is a strong word, but to um, acknowledging, let's not pretend like it doesn't exist. Let's not pretend like everybody who is not a Christian is just Satan (laughs) and we should therefore not mingle. We shouldn't know anything about them. We shouldn't follow them on Twitter. Like, I I don't really understand the whole isolate yourself from the world. It doesn't make sense. I think, um... I think knowing about what's going on in the world comes through secular media. The news is a secular, um type of me- is a me- secular medium mm-hmm. so if we were to not watch the news and you don't know what's happening in the world then how can you pray correctly mm-hmm. and in sync with what's going on in the world mm-hmm. if you don't know um as it were quote unquote what the kids are listening to mm-hmm. how can you relate to them how mm-hmm. can you come down to someone's level mm-hmm. if you don't know and I, I, I relate it to like you know being so holier than thou and you're so john the baptist that you've been fasting for so long that you don't remember what food tastes like mm-hmm. well how can you help anybody mm-hmm. who is struggling with f- um food addiction if mm-hmm. you don't even remember what it's like to Quay food or to love when it. When they're telling you that they really want chocolate bar and you're and like, you're just like eh? what is chocolate? What is chocolate? <laughs> I've never heard of, you know? Like, I just, I don't understand why we separate ourselves so much. And in that vein, we separate ourselves from secular, you know, music and television content or YouTube or whatever. But then when it comes to your job, you're allowed to be a window cleaner, mm. but you're just not allowed to listen mm. to um, secular music. And mm. I think it, it's like, where do you draw the line? Yeah. Is it, you know, can I listen to classical music? Can yeah, I listen exactly. to jazz? Yeah, Am I allowed yeah. to, Do you know what I mean? And yeah. if, if they're... Like, I would say indulging in secular music that is not edifying mm-hmm. and, like, you know, always having it bumping in your iPhone, you're mm-hmm. sleeping to mm-hmm. it, you know, that's that's going to kind of bring pollution to your life. Mm-hmm. It's going to give you kind of feelings that you shouldn't be having. You're mm-hmm. going to be... It, it affects your mindset, and it really does. Like, mm-hmm. remember when... um. You know, somewhere in the Old Testament, Second Samuel or Second Chronicles or something like that, mm. where um, you know, Saul is depressed mm. and David is playing yeah, music to him, and then there's the spirit of depression yeah. lifts off him. Yeah. It has an effect, yeah. and it has a spiritual effect. So we can't deny that. We can't say it doesn't happen because that's in the Bible. Mm. But you know, there's a there has to be a balance. Mm. And I think how can we find the lost if we don't? go out and look for them. Absolutely. We have to know where they are. We have to know what they're listening to so we can at least tell them why they shouldn't be listening to it. But Absolutely. we don't know, you know, yeah. if we don't even know what they're listening to. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree. I agree with you that there has to be a happy medium between mm-hmm. the two. And I'm thinking about it from a, again, from an early church theological perspective. Excuse me. From the beginning of the church until present day, Christians have really struggled and wrestled with how to relate to the world mm-hmm. um, and how we as kingdom citizens act and interact with the cultures that surround us. We've really struggled with how do we engage, but also not become polluted or engage and not become attached. And I think that when Jesus says, you know, if you're the light of the world and you're the salt of the earth, the salt has to extend to worldly culture. <laughs> the light has to extend to, to, to worldly culture. I think our, our call is to 
we have to salt the world. Yeah. We have to light the world. So we can't just light ourselves and salt ourselves. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So we have to be involved in the secular to have an effect. Mm-hmm. We have to be involved in the secular to influence. Precisely. If we're not going to, if we're not ready in Christendom to be in charge and to rule in the reign, to rule and to reign, then we at least have to influence. And our sphere of influence has to obviously extend beyond the four walls of the church. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. has to, it has to Most extend definitely. to, it has to extend to secular cultures. We have to influence. Um, and if you look at Romans chapter eight, verse 19, it says that the earnest expectation of creation eagerly waits for the sons of God to be revealed. The whole world is literally waiting for us yeah. to stand up and be like, uh, the, it says the world is waiting for the sons of God to stand up yeah. and be counted. And so they're just going to continue to create their own culture mm-hmm. until we decide to not only one, get involved, but two, create our own, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's an issue. And I think that the common Christian position of, you know, not getting too entangled with the curse of the world attitude is the wrong attitude to have. It really, really, really is the wrong attitude to have. We kind of have this disposition where we, you know, we try and influence the world from the four corners of the church. And we can't do that. We can't be behind the church world behind the church walls and still influence the world. And it's true, as you said, we can't have secular jobs and we use secular transportation because there's not a Christian bus. <laughs> there's not a Christian TFL. I don't know if there is. I don't know. Is there like a van that there goes around collecting there, Christians and taking them to no, from like, church? Literally, really, there is. There's no Christian bus. There's no Christian TFL. There's you're not, you don't bank with a Christian bank. Well. You know what I mean? Well. As, if there is, because we want black banks. That's us, you know, the woke people. Like, we need to put our money in like black owned businesses and black owned banks. Okay, so there's no Christian bank. There's no Christian, um, your your workplace isn't Christian. Your transport isn't Christian. The clothes that you buy are not from Christian mm. seamstresses all the time. Mm. So you will accept one part, you accept secular um, consumerism, mm-hmm. right? So you will consume secular content in that way, mm-hmm. but you will not watch something on TV or you will not, listen to certain type of music or you want it doesn't make sense you can't give or give or take you yeah. have to be able to accept all for one otherwise not even don't go to tesco to buy nothing just go to auntie funke's african <laughs> shop and buy all your food and fruit and veg because she because <laughs> uh, she is christian don't go to tesco don't go morrison's don't go anywhere mm-hmm. you know you can't just say okay listen i am going to this is the secular world that i want to be a part of and this is secular world that i don't want to be a part of it doesn't work like that yeah. you know you can't say i will listen to everything my boss says who may be hindu yeah who this morning he could have sacrificed to seven gods right <laughs> um you know like literally or the corner shop you go to to top up your oyster if you don't want to do it at the train yeah. station yeah. they've got the incense yeah. burning they have the they've got the incense burning they've got the shrine the monkey is going yeah. back and forth behind their head like literally the the the, the monkey the is it the monkey that got the eight arms or is it the, is there actually the elephant the elephant that's yeah. right literally Ganesh, yeah. yeah so you'll go to your secular corner shop where the incense is burning yeah. buy all your stuff and then say god forbid i consume anything are you okay mm-hmm. the devil's looking at you like but i just got you to buy something from that shop you know like mm-hmm. literally you're feeding something else yeah and um i think we have to just be very careful is that you can't just pick and choose um, what you want to be a part of. You can't pick and choose. As I said in the last, we said in the last podcast, there's no pick and mix here. Mm-hmm. Um, so the pro is you get information from the secular world. 
The con is, what's the con? The cons are that, you know, it can have a bad influence on your spirit. As I, as I was, um, you know, referring to the David analogy, you, there there is um, a psychological and spiritual issue that can mm-hmm. happen if you're indulging in too much secular... And when I say secular, I don't want to say, you know, things that are not Christian, but more things that are almost anti-Christian, as in things that go against what God says. You know, you're listening to songs that are, you know, Jay-Z and he's talking about this or that and the other, and you're talking, you're listening to all these rappers who um, basically are quite anti-God, quite anti um, the rules and the laws of God, anti the spirit of God. They're talking about, oh, put yourself first and not other people. They're talking about get money, don't worry about anybody else apart from you and yours. Cash rules, everything come out. Like, seriously, um... <laughs> And and you know if you're if you're listening to that and you begin to believe it hmm. and you know um, faith comes by hearing and that's hearing not the only that I know it says hearing the word of God but also you can have faith in something else from hearing something else you know hmm. so faith comes from hearing if you're putting your your susceptible your ears to hearing all of these lyrics and all of this content like scandal and you know being Mary Jane where um you know. It's promiscuity every five minutes. Everybody's promiscuous. Nobody literally, has everybody's any... keeping everybody in that program. No, literally, like everybody, nobody has any morals. It's all adultery this, adultery yeah. that, um, you know, everybody's stealing from each other. Everybody's lying, gossiping. Yeah. If that's the kind of thing that you're watching, it's going to have an imprint yeah. on you yeah. and you're going to start to behave like that or believe that that's how life should be yeah. or that's how you should be or that's how you want to be and that's yeah. how you aspire to be. Yeah. So that's the danger of, you know, gobbling up all of this... Um, secular content which is not healthy for you it's like fast food like compared to fast food where yeah it's interesting for five minutes or an hour or however long the show is or the music is then when you finish you're you're empty you're devoid you're hungry because yeah. it doesn't have any nutrition it doesn't have any spiritual nutrition in it yeah so that would be for me the biggest con yeah um also it's just dead works it's a waste of time yeah if you're always watching tv you're always on social media all of that time that you could have been spending in the word and praying and getting closer to God, I'm not suggesting by any means that you should be praying 24-7. You're praying in your sleep. You're praying um, when you're in the middle of talking to your boss and uh, your boss says, hi, how you doing? And you say, You know, like, I'm not, I'm not suggesting, because you can pray throughout the day, but, you know, wow, maybe you do pray 24-7 and, you know, Congrats to you. But I know that I'm not necessarily in active communication with God 24-7. I can't profess to have that. You know, but, you know, there's three or four hours that you were on social media, you were on Instagram last night, liking pictures that you shouldn't have been liking. You know, like, what what is that? You know, you can spend some of that time. And I'm guilty of it too. I'm not going to lie and stay here and say, oh, yeah. I do all these things that I'm saying, but definitely, I'm definitely we're just saying, like, this is yeah. what we should be doing. Yeah. So there's a difference between what we should be doing and what we are doing, but we're making a conscious effort to get to the point where we're watching less of those things that we're yeah. addicted to. Because these programs are addictive, just Absolutely. like fast food. Yeah. You need to know what happens next. I yeah. need to watch it next week. Yeah. And let's be real, a lot of us are stealing these programs as well illegally <laughs> I'll, I'll repeat that again for those in the back illegally <laughs> illegally downloading these programs and we think oh nobody gets hurt duh, 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 duh. but it's the same kind of thing when you're doing acs mm. and deets and all that yeah mm-hmm. like nobody's hurt quote mm-hmm. unquote but you're still stealing it mm. and god doesn't like that mm. so yeah yeah that, that i be... i agree and one of the things that we have to remember is that um 
also in relation to the David reference is that music is the only form of media that is a, that enters our soul and our psyche without permission mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. so which is why you can be in tesco and there's music playing in the tannoy you're not necessarily paying too much attention to it but as you leave tesco and you're walking down the road you're singing or humming the tune mm, that that was played head, yeah. because music um enters into the psyche and the spirit and the mind without permission yeah. which is why and it, it all goes back again biblically to satan he was the minister of music mm-hmm. in heaven right he had in his body um if you there's we look into theological historical text and stuff that his body was made up of musical instruments mm-hmm. and so he um was like a choir master ultimate musician you know and i think that's why musicians have a bad rep now you know hey. musicians are always like sleeping at the choir girls and well that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day but you know he had musical instruments um as part of his um, adornment and so he now uses music a lot as an avenue to influence to penetrate and to get his own way mm-hmm. and so music and the whole and another thing is that the holy spirit and god and jesus and the god the godhead also use music you know bible says that when we praise god he inhabits our praise that he comes to live inside our worship like he loves worship so much that he comes to live in you live with you when you worship him you know the scriptures in the bible that talk about um that the praise came up as a sweet smelling aroma yeah. you know that's how serious it is for god so music has is so powerful literally so powerful the devil uses it and god loves it okay and so if music is the only thing that is able to enter our psyche our consciousness our subconscious level without permission it would be wise for us to listen to music that if it does so happen to enter our psyche does not cause damage mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to lead to corruptible character. It's not going to lead you to do things that are um, against the will of God. It's not going to have you pondering or thinking about things that are completely not one of the things that the Bible says we should be thinking about. The Bible says think about things such as this, things that are pure, things that are holy, you know, things that are of good report. And if these are the, if they're not consuming music or tv or film media that are not those things they are going to enter our psyche they are going to influence us and that is not what we're supposed to do mm-hmm. um but with everything there is a balance right yeah um and i think that's an important thing that is true for me said we can't just be so completely in our prayer closet that we actually have no idea what's happening in the real world because we're not relatable last week mm-hmm. we talked about um being all things to all men and you can't be all things to all men and preach to all people if you have absolutely no idea what's going on in the world Mm -hmm. it's like being in a coma for 64 years and then you wake up and you're like what is a mobile phone like (laughs) you're like you know it's 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 like you can't be relevant you can't do your job as a you can't do your job as a as an evangelist you can't do your job as a disciple if you are not sure as to what is happening. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you have to consume scandal. You have to listen to Waka Flocka Flame to know what's <laughs> happening in the world. We're not saying Waka that Waka Flocka Flame is the guy with the dreads and he does is like emo music. That, uh, that okay meme. 
Yeah, he was like, okay, well, oh, you're really tall. Okay, that's, that's what comes uh, like a flame, right? So we're not saying that you have to listen to Uncle Murder and you have to listen to... I don't know who Uncle Murder is, but you don't like have to explain. super, Just... super gangster rapper, like, like kill, kill, bang, bang, yeah. bang, right? You don't I have to... I have to do some more revision <laughs> on secular You music. don't have to do like... all of this in order for you to be able to minister to that world, but mm-hmm. you have to know what the love and the connection is for people. So when there's somebody tells you, listen, I listened, my escape is is gangster rap and you want to minister to that person, what they're telling you they love about gangster rap, you have to be able to counteract with a force or power that is greater than that. Amen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're like, I don't know what that is, but Jesus is your <laughs> love of your life. And not, you start singing, not, oh, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. When you're trying to <laughs> minister to someone. Like, are you serious right now? Like, literally, I remember many years ago, shout out to DJ Kalechi, um, who did the um, Power Behind the Music conference so many, many years ago, pioneering this whole thing about really changing the way that we listen to music. And, um, you know, he used to say to people, because Kalechi is like super, super, I grew up in a very, very, hip-hop, bashment, reggae, kind of earth, wind and fire kind of household, right? Um, So there's grime, there's hip-hop. My brothers are grime, old-school garage, hip-hop. My sisters are slow jams. One of my sisters is like reggae central. Yeah, everything is block off your back, yeah? And like, but when Kalechi turned from um, secular music to gospel music to now become one of the pioneer gospel DJs in Europe. I'm not even going to say limit it to the UK because he's traveling all over the place. When he used to minister to people who are just like him, he would give them um, gospel rap, give them gospel hip hop, give them gospel grime, give them gospel funky house so that what the love that they have for that genre, they now have good clean content for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so there are things that we can use now as mediums to help people. Mm-hmm. You know, if you love a bashment, I can give you, girl, I know about some bashment, okay? <laughs> I know of me, but I know some bashment. We can give you, there is gospel bashment, which is not as bad as everything else. So what do you think about the people who say um, when you do that, you're compromising and you're, you know, you know, it's not glorifying to God when you're making um, Christian content, Christian field, secular music, as it were. How do you feel about those I people? I feel like to say that hip hop and R&B and bashment and even Afrobeats, um, the, the type of music it is because it is not choir master music is um is sinful i think that's stupid don't just racist don't don't not even racist don't insult god it's because culturally it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's don't insult god, don't insult god because at the same the same time if you think that god who created everything yeah mm-hmm. the, we were talking about this on the way up here the earth is the laws and the fullness thereof he gave somebody the wisdom mm-hmm. in order to p- create to create 180 beats per minute mm-hmm. which is usually grime which is the grime what's the word the grime tempo tempo right exactly he gave somebody the wisdom to create 180 beats per minute and i can glorify god on a 180 beat per minute beat because you know she's a secret rapper right i don't so, understand i can not have to yet freestyled for you but it's coming the album is coming i told you when i dropped this mixtape <laughs> higher on the mountain like <laughs> like you know god can be glorified over a bashment beat he can be glorified over a grime beat he can be glorified over a hip-hop beat we are seeing people make tremendous waves and do amazing things for the kingdom of god via music via bashment afro beats hip-hop and grime and I don't feel like there is any difference because back in the day, it was blues, jazz. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was... And that's what a lot of the gospel music is still based on, like the old kind of, the old fashioned gospel music. But the 
the um the general gospel genre like Kirk Franklin or whatever book is not so recent stuff but you know the the general brand is based on that kind of bluesy, bluesy jazzy, um, jazzy kind, of. kind of music you know yeah um so it, it's all come from somewhere yeah. and culturally the times change yeah. and the the popular genre changes yeah but it doesn't mean that it didn't come from you know, or it didn't have a secular influence or whatever. Yeah. But I think I know a lot of artists. We know a lot of artists. Too and many. they're all yeah. very Holy Ghost filled, regardless yeah. of, you know, whether it's Christ the Ambassador who does Bashman. Literally or the Littest. Triple O who does Grime. Yeah. They're all um, Holy Ghost filled. And yeah. they all say, you know, the Holy Spirit has put these lyrics. And you can tell that in their content if you listen. But I if think a lot of people just judge. Okay, then. So then should away. we say then it's a what the songs are saying as opposed to the music behind them. Yeah, but that's not the, not everybody's issue. Some people just think, oh, you can't have gospel bashment because it's bashment. And because the music inspires it makes you to you dance to a certain way. Listen, da, 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 da. this is what I'll go Tina say, can tell you all about listen, that. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Like, literally... I don't know if we're going to leave this for the next point, but I'm going to say it now. You might catch me whining in church. No, I'm joking. You're not going to catch me whining no, in you, church. you actually will. She's not joking. <laughs> I've seen it. But it's I've not... seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. Listen, if a bashment beat makes you whine your waist and they're saying, fire, 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 <laughs> fire, follow me. And it's either on a bashment beat or Afro beat, beat and you are whining your waist, that's your problem. I don't understand. And you can't say because they the music... They the Lord. They can't say because the music <laughs> made me do it. The music made you wind your waist. Because I don't think... I can hear Bashman, Christian Bashman, and I'm not going to bend over and block off my back. I'm not going to do that. I don't know about you. I may, but I, temp- I pretty much will not. I cannot verify any of the points that are being made. Yeah, maybe not. Currently. Maybe I will. I don't know, Chad. No, I there can't. Is no I don't, I don't to book support. off my back to, to Christ the Ambassador. <laughs> I really don't. I don't pop, lock, and drop. To, no, but we, to all we, of yeah, these. we just jump up and down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I don't, we don't, we don't do all of that. It's not necessary because. And even so, it's not coming from a bad place. It's not coming no, from exactly. an immoral place. You know what I mean? It's not I that see aunties shaking their bums, though. In African culture... Yeah, it's, it's just part of culture. Exactly. In, anything... in Afro-Caribbean culture, the way that our hips and our waist move... The way that my waist is set up. The way that, <laughs> the way that it's all set up, right, is, is not, it's not terrible. You know what I mean? It's not coming from an immoral place. Like, if we're doing a little... If your grandma is doing a little slow wine to her old calypso... Christian Calypso it's not an immoral thing she's not trying to seduce no man you're not in no club she's not broken it off against somebody against the wall we're not this not what's happening so we all need to relax first of all Christians just take a deep breath okay we're not gonna consume and burn in fire if you listen to something that if you if if you're consuming number one that kind of music or you're whining in church you're Mm. not gonna die yeah it's not that serious so what we're saying is you can, are we saying that you can listen to secular music or are we saying that you can't or is everything in moderation and it's about the type of music you're listening to and how much you're consuming yeah I think it's it's all of that really I think you can't indulge in it in terms of you can't make it like your mainstream of entertainment what's your play if your playlist is 90% secular 10% gospel you, like, have a a you have a problem you have a problem we I always say it's a 90 it should be 90 10 90 towards the what you consume at least maybe 80. What, at least eighty percent of what you're consuming in terms of music and I don't even TV like to media put, um, to put numbers on it though, because what I think is that you have to let the Holy Spirit lead you. 
And if the Holy Spirit tells you, don't watch this, and you're still watching it, and I know that you know. What about those people? And like you know that we lead, know that you know. No, I think you can. I think, because the thing is, everybody has a conscience. Hmm. God has given it to people who have the Holy Spirit and people who don't have the Holy Spirit. Hmm. And your conscience can always tell you hmm. whether or not you're doing something that is right or wrong. Hmm. So... Now I'm telling you, if you've heard me, mm. don't come back to me and say, oh, I didn't know it was wrong. Because you know, <laughs> if you know that the Holy yeah, Spirit is leading you, and if you don't feel the, whole, the leading of the Holy Spirit, that means you're not in your word enough. Mm. You need to seek God. You need to pray. You need to maybe do a fast. What I did, I think Tina's done this as well, is I, um, for a year, didn't listen to any secular music. Yeah. And then I kind of eased myself back into it. Yeah. And, you know, because I, like I, I like my John Legend. I'm very, like, I like my soul. Um, and I like, you know, some kind of... Uh, some calm, some some calm hip hop, but I also like Chaff. I ain't gonna lie to you, so it's a bit hard. It's a bit, it's a I'm bit a, of a struggle. I'm a, I'm a grime head. I, I like grime. Head. Yeah, uh, we not we, the new stuff. Though, you need but, to yeah. invite us to your events because me and for me, we're available for bar mitzvahs. Literally, <laughs> if you're having any kind of shindig. And book <laughs> us to come because we will set your dance floor alight. Just on fire. Fire, Completely. Fire, fire. No whining or blocking off your back inside. No gun fingers, no nothing. No dab. We might dab. Are we going to dab? Of course. We will dab. We will milly We will milly We will definitely 100%. You try and stop her. No, but seriously, yeah, it's all everything in moderation, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it all always comes down to leading of the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit tells you, even if it's not even a bad thing, and the Holy Spirit tells you not to do it, um, in the book of James it says, he who knows what they ought to do, or ought not to do, and does it anyway, or doesn't do it anyway, <laughs> um, to him it is sin, mm. you know? So um, you just have to listen to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And if you don't have that yet, then just seek God more. Continue to seek God. Continue to be in your word. Because the word of God is his voice. Mm. And it will be familiar to you mm. if you continue to hear it mm. via the word of God. Mm. So. And if in doubt, if in doubt, stay away. I was going to okay. try and find something that rhymed. <laughs> if in doubt, leave it out. Well, <laughs> if yeah, in doubt and you're not really too yeah, sure as true. to where you are in that particular place, then stay away. Um, because... Wait until you are spiritually sound and mature in the faith of a mature Christian to be able to judge and decipher correctly the amount of content you're consuming. If you feel like you're not there yet, just stay away and consume as much Christian content as you can to build up your faith and build up your resilience and build up everything else so that you're not automatically, you know filled with other thoughts and other things i think it's really wise for you just to stay away until you come to such a time where you're not on the milk anymore you're on the solid word mm. um and you are meaty enough you've put, you've left your pampers and now you're in a place whereby you can really really indulge and engage in both forms without being completely led astray yeah okay so number two then girl okay so then can christians smoke or drink and contrary to popular belief, there's actually nothing against smoking and drinking in the Bible. Um, and I think that people think, oh, well, smoking has only been around for, you know, five minutes or so. Blah, blah, blah. But it hasn't. It's an Isn't ancient that? practice, you know. Like, people, the the Native Americans were doing smoking, duh, 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 like, you know, like... um. The in, I don't know, like it's an ancient thing. It's not new. It's not brand new, and there's nothing against it mm. in the Bible. Um, 
ha- um, that being said, we know that it's not healthy. The research has been done. You know, back in the day, they used to tell people, like in the 60s or whatever, they used to advertise it like it's good for your health. Did they so really? people used to smoke because they thought, don't oh, lie to me. they're advertising it like it's good for your health. We don't lie to me. No, seriously, research it. But um, now, obviously, every packet of um, every packet of cigarettes it's has on it, chaos. it's going to kill you. Don't do it. You know, don't go in there. <laughs> it's behind you. So, <laughs> so don't, um, so we can't no, act ignorant of that mm-hmm. and say that, you know, we don't know that it's a bad thing. So I think that we have to accept that our bodies are the temple of God. First Corinthians 6, 19 to 20 said, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God and you are not your own. So we can't just do what we want with our bodies. We have to respect mm. God. And if we know that something is literally killing you and it literally says it on the packet, mm. then it's not responsible of us to then indulge in it. And then in that vein, it is sin mm. because, you know, we know that it's unhealthy. Mm. And I think it's the same thing with, you know, eating bad food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You have to look after your health because your body is the temple of God. It doesn't mm. belong to you. Mm. And we have to glorify God in our bo- our bodies, the rest of that scripture says. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think it's important that we keep our health, which would then say, okay, smoking is wrong, ethically and morally as a Christian. Um, you know, but if you're struggling with smoking, it doesn't mean you're going to hell. It doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. It's just one of those things where you have to pray about it, fast about it until that addiction is broken off your life. Because all of these addictions that we have, whether it's food, whether it's smoking, whether it's alcohol, whether it's sex, it's all you know, strongholds that need to be broken off of our life. And that's why Jesus came to deliver us from these things. So, um, yeah, we we shouldn't <laughs> because it's unhealthy, mm. but not because it's in the Bible that we shouldn't. Yeah, I agree. Literally, yeah, what she said. Um, but I also think that you have to know what your weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. And um, the, devil won't tempt, the devil won't tempt you with things that he knows won't cause you to stumble. For me, alcohol and smoking has never been my thing. Like, I don't drink. I've never drank. I don't smoke. I've never smoked. I haven't. I think, okay, she's looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm like, when we was at uni, um, I never... Drank like you've never been point. a drinker. No, I have. But I've, you have I've had, have a, had a glass. I've taste, no, yeah. not even a full glass. Okay. Like I've tasted. Some people are like, oh, do you drink? No. Okay, taste this. I goes, I don't like the taste. They're going, do you drink? I said, no. Why? Uh, number one, I don't need to. I'm forever lit. We're lit already. already. We're already I don't need to. at 175 <laughs> on just when we wake up, you know? <laughs> I'm already lit. I don't need any mood enhancers. Um, I can do that by myself. Also, I don't like the taste. So they would be like, okay, taste this. And they would like offer me cocktails or something. I'll take a sip. No, I don't like it. Okay, so drink this, like a De Serrano or something, which has got a different kind of taste or whatever. Taste it, sip it. I don't like it. So I've never had a full glass of anything. I've sipped things and I don't like it. So I don't continue to drink them. I've never drank a full glass of alcohol. I've tasted, but I've never drank alcohol and I've never smoked. Smoking and alcohol are not my vices, right? It's never been a thing for me. Um, And so for me, it won't corrupt my character. But if smoking and drinking will corrupt your character, so drunkenness, I think Formula was going to talk to you about um, the fact that you are, Bible doesn't talk about drinking, but it talks about drunkenness. And it's saying that we shouldn't be getting drunk. Okay, let me stop talking, girl. Go for it, girl. <laughs> I mean, like, so Tina said that she's not a drinker. For, 
<laughs> she isn't, but I sure was. <laughs> I 100% can give you testimony about God has freed me from alcoholism, basically. Um, like, no, I wasn't an alcoholic, but I like my drink. I like how it tastes. I like how it makes you feel, blah, blah. So I, I used to drink a lot. And I used to work in the clubs in uni. So I was in the club every day, drinking every day. <laughs> like, it was a serious issue. And I used to, I was already lit. But when I got drunk, obviously I was even more lit. But then the thing about drink is that it made me, for lack of a better word, quite frisky mm. as well. And I know it made me have behaviours that I know I'm not supposed to have. And this is even before I got saved, guys. This is before I was a Christian. But I knew I didn't like the way that it made me behave. It made me too loud because I'm already loud. So me louder than I already am, it's an issue. Do you know what I mean? People start to think you're mad. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it made me really emotional. I'd be crying one minute and I'd be happy the next minute. And da 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 And alcohol is actually a depressant. So when people think, oh, it makes me really, like, happy and da 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 it's actually a depressant. It, it, it does... Um, it slows your brain down a bit, so, which is why you're not allowed to drink and drive. Um, but yeah, I think I think um, if you like Tina was saying, if you know that it's not for you, that it's gonna make you act a certain way that is against the rule of God, then you shouldn't drink. And if you know that you can't drink without getting drunk, you can't have a glass without getting drunk, then you shouldn't drink. And I'm the type of person where if I'm drinking, I know I'm gonna probably have a few, and then I'm, you know, I'll get drunk. Um, after I stop drinking, so I can't really gauge that time. Like I'll I'll drink a couple of glasses and I'll be fine, and then the alcohol will start to oh, k- kick in okay. later on after I've stopped. So I can't really gauge that for myself yet. So mm. I've said that basically I'm not drinking, and I haven't had a drop of alcohol in I think it's about six seven years now. Well done, and <laughs> and it's been it's it was tough at first, but now it's super easy, you know. And I can go out with my friends, and they can be drinking, and it doesn't affect me at all. So I think you have to just you know get over that original hurdle if alcohol is a thing in your life and one thing that i want to um say one thing that i want to read actually is um first corinthians 6 uh 9 to 10 which says do you not know the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of god i think some people only read some of the things that are in the scripture but i'm just going to read the whole thing so that we're all really clear on what the unrighteous means do not be deceived neither fornicators nor idolaters nor nor um, adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards. It's really, really important to read that because people think alcohol's not that serious. But if it says that you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God if you're a drunkard, that seems pretty serious to me. I don't know about you. To me, that seems quite serious. Then it says, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. So if it's in there and it's saying you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God and it's putting it up there with fornication and adultery, which we think are like really serious, but drunkenness, we don't think it's anything. You know, we want to kind of reevaluate how we see. Um, the whole thing because obviously it's more important to God than we think it is. Yeah, no, definitely it is more important to God, and it's because it, of how it affects your character, mm-hmm. how it affects your heart, how it affects your mind, and you know, my dad always used to say, growing up, you have to um have full control of your reasoning faculties yeah. and if you do not have full control of your reasoning faculties not only can you be a rational person but also but also you can't be you know led by the spirit of god because god doesn't dwell the holy spirit can't be dwelling of other spirits okay <laughs> like, like 
Holy Spirit can't dwell with other spirits. So if you're full of other spirits, if you're full of vodka, gin, brandy, Ciroc, you're there on your <laughs> Hennessy and your Ciroc. The Holy Spirit can't lead you. Let's yeah, be honest. Yeah. And you have to understand that God is more concerned about your character and concerned about what you do that flows from your character than He is concerned about anything else. So He's not saying that on your wedding day or on a special night out or when you're going out for dinner, you can't have a glass of wine. But He's saying that you should not be in a position where your character, your psyche and your reasonable faculties have been affected. Yeah. That's and that's what, why they call it under the influence, exactly. right? And, and that's not right. And so if you know that it's going to corrupt goodly, godly character, then stay away. Mm-hmm. And there's this one scripture. I had not seen this in the Bible until my pastor read it a couple years ago before we started one of our fasts. Mm-hmm. I think it was other Pentecost fasting. And oh. basically it says your belly is your God's. And I was really, I didn't believe him that it was in the Bible. Even when he turned to the Bible to read it, I said, no, they had to add this recently. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's Philippians 3, 19. Philippians 3, 19. And it says um, their destiny, I'll read actually 18 to 20. Um, Philippians 3, 18 to 20. And it says, for as, for as I have often told you before, and now I tell you again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their, verse 19, their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things, but our citizenship, ugh, the, Jesus, <laughs> our citizenship is in heaven as we eagerly await a savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so this is an apostle talking to the Philipp- the people in Philippi and he said, I've told you before and I'm telling you again, don't live as enemies of the cross. What Jesus died to save us from, drunkenness and being under the influence of certain things, do not now come and indulge in those things mm-hmm. again because you're being an enemy to the cross. He said that your, destruct- your destiny is destruction. You're going to destroy yourself if you keep being influenced by alcohol and um, other forms of drugs, even if it's not just smoking the reefer or smoking weed. <laughs> Or if, if you're popping pills or marijuana, whatever it is, if you're smoking trees, rocks, EDM, whatever it may be, you're just, you're ultimately destroying your body. Mm. If something is going to destroy your liver, if you're not going to indulge in food that destroy your body, why will you now indulge in um, alcohol and drugs that destroy your body? Because do not destroy your physical body and your eternal destiny is then their god is their stomach which means they have no control of their mm-hmm, appetite mm-hmm. you know you have no control of your appetite your appetite for alcohol <laughs> and your appetite for drugs should not be stronger than your appetite for christ Amen. if you are now craving a drink more than you are craving the presence of god you got the problem yeah yeah and it's like it's if it's like oh my gosh i just i need a drink i can't fo- i can't function without a glass of wine or you're going out on a night out and people are like oh i'm a social drinker mm-hmm. but if you're socializing every weekend and you're getting drunk every weekend it's a problem yeah. so your appetite for drunks and your appetite for drink is your god your god your belly controls you Mm -hmm. your flesh is controlling you and that's it's in the bible you can't do it and you're glorifying your shame because if you're getting drunk your actions when you're drunk your actions when you're high are shameful you mm-hmm. know, if you're falling about and, and you're t- proud of it, and it's well. like, and like, it's like, you oh, know, it's going to happen. Drunk on the weekend, uh, and that, that, it's like yeah. the Bible says that you are glorifying your shame, yeah. and it's a real big issue. 
Um, and your mind is set on earthly things. Your mind is not set on getting into the presence of God. Your mind is set on getting lit and waved this weekend. Are mm. you okay, brother man? You know, you <laughs> can't you can't look forward to getting waved. Yeah. You can't look forward to, oh my gosh, all I want to do is go out with my girls and smoke shisha. Bruv, stop it. <laughs> right? Stop that misbehavior. Okay? It's not okay. Don't let your stomach be your God. And don't let noting. your sh- don't glorify your shame yeah, yeah it's worth noting that one of the gifts of the the fruit of the holy spirit is self-control absolutely so if you don't have any self-control because your belly is your god then you can already see you're not exhibiting the whole fruit of the spirit yeah it's true it's true. So I think we probably pretty much said, stay away. <laughs> stay away, but not in a way where you I can't, like you can't have a glass social, of wine. Yeah, though, you can't right? socially drink. Or even if it's at home and you just have one of those weeks and you want to have a glass of wine, fine. But understand the desire for it. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a craving. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be your your flesh crying out for this yeah, drink. Yeah. Your flesh crying out for a spliff at the end of the week. It shouldn't. That shouldn't be it because then your appetite is too strong for yeah. it. Your your stomach is has become your god. Mm-hmm. Um, do not get drunk. If you're going to drink, do not get drunk. Mm-hmm. If you're going to smoke, do not get high. Yeah. Um, if and do not let your appetite for these things be greater than the appetite you have for Christ. You know, there's a song that we say, "As the deer pants for the water, so my soul longeth after you." So my soul longeth after your soul shall long should long for the lord it should mm-hmm. long for christ it shouldn't long for rum and coke <laughs> be <laughs> sitting <laughs> and red bull okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. sorry to those sensibilities that we have offended we yeah? are sorry you know what i mean it can't be your your soul your spirit should be crying out for the things of god more so than it cries out for the things of the world and so let's just exercise wisdom Right? Okay, so point number three, girl. Should I lead? Point number three. Part letter three. Part letter three is something that me and for me, I think we are going to be very biased in answering this question. I think Tina's going to be very biased. I'm going to be biased, okay? Should Christians club? Should Christians rave? Should Christians club? For me, I'm going to let you take the floor because then you can get things (laughs) out because I'm just going to be too in my feelings, (laughs) in my bag. For me, should Christians club? Okay, so uh, I want to start this section by talking about an initiative that me and Tina are involved in called Praise Party. Um, It's DJ Kelechi's baby, his vision, that he basically wanted to see um, a club experience for Christians so that they didn't have to go to the secular club, the normal club, be listening to everything that everybody is listening to and drinking and being in the, um, you know, in that environment where it's quite, you know not the best environment let's put it that way he wanted to provide like a safe haven for people to still have a a good time in the night grown grown folk good time you know not going Mm -hmm. to church on sunday morning good time but just having a good time like because you can have a good time you're not in church i know shock horror but it's actually possible we do (laughs) we're having a good time right so so we got him um we start we started that um 2016 
2015 and we did it for like a, a two, year, a year and, and a half yeah mm-hmm. and um we got um we got a bit of backlash from that yeah. basically christians saying oh my god they're kidding themselves you know um you can't you can't be a christian and go to the club this that this that but keep in mind praise party doesn't have any secular music it doesn't have no, even though you listen to secular music in your bedroom it didn't have any in praise party and she it didn't have any bedroom. it didn't have any I uh, it didn't have any alcohol Podcast you know over. like it was just grown folks having a good time dancing not whining on each other in the corner just dancing having a good time praising the name of god and bringing in their non-christian friends their non-believer friends um to come and you know enjoy a a sanctified situation you know um you know with the holy spirit present and I personally don't think there's anything wrong with that. But people had an issue, like, no, you can't um, recreate the secular, da 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 But I feel like they don't know. It's like, it's maybe we're reading different Bibles because I read my Bible and <laughs> the Israelites were lit. I read they my were, Bible. I don't, it's maybe different version. You know, King James, New King James, there might be a difference in your translation. But my translation, every day they were having a party. Every day it was some other feast. It was something feast, feast, this, feast, that, seven trumpet feast. Oh, festival of light, festival (laughs) of darkness, festival of happy day, festival of sad day. Everything was a festival. Like, you know, like, okay, the sun rose today. Let's have a party. You know, they were (laughs) always having some kind of party. And then you want to, and it was a godly party. Obviously they weren't doing freestyling, um, Tupac versus Biggie at a party. It was... No, but do you understand what I mean? So I'm just like, I don't really understand what you think they were doing. They were praising God. Mm. I don't understand why why it's different that you can praise God like what time of day you praise God does it make a difference yeah like what is the problem so we got a lot of backlash from that Um, but I personally I personally think if you're in that kind of environment then I don't see the problem some of you go to weddings where they're playing secular music and people are whining and dancing on each other like you know any kind of cesspool (laughs) sorry you are busy there doing one corner dance you know you're doing all of this thing at weddings but then you had a problem with praise party I didn't really get it like you have a problem with people going to the club but when you go to a wedding it's fine for you to listen to Afrobeats some of you don't know that Afrobeats is actually secular music some of you think that Afrobeats just because one of the songs says hallelujah in it you thought that oh the whole of Afrobeats is (laughs) sanctified holy ghost no you know so I think it's, it's all well and good that you pick and choose and you're allowed to go to wedding parties and all of this where they do the exact same thing that they do at the club but for a different reason yeah and it really get it but at the same time i don't think that i i know the club environment and it's not one that i i particularly like i don't enjoy the club environment i don't enjoy um the you know sexual immorality that it breeds the lust that it breeds i don't enjoy um you know having people judge you for how you look what you're wearing this that this that both girls and boys i don't really enjoy that kind of environment i don't think it's conducive to the christian lifestyle so i feel like that being said i don't think anybody should be in the club every friday and saturday and going to church on saturday i don't think 
that that's appropriate I think that's going to be hindering your life and I know that there are people who do it I know that I used to do it my first year getting saved I was still in a club you know what I mean but since then I've calmed down a bit more on that front just because I realized why I was going and me personally maybe not you but I was going because I wanted attention from guys because I wanted people to think I was good looking because I was craving relevancy from the club and from that kind of environment the popularity and this that this that if you don't go you're considered like oh you're boring but I personally know that I can't be in a club every Friday because my my mind will go left, you know? I'll I'll fall off real fast, real quick, you know? Especially the type of people that you meet in the club who will try and move to you and that. It will just scatter your Christian journey real quick. You have to be really, really careful. Hashtag yeah, you have to be careful. <laughs> what about you, Tina? What do you think? Um, I agree with you, babe. I, I agree. I think I'll first of all touch upon the praise party um, issue because I loved praise party I love everything that it stood for obviously it's our baby so I'm biased which is why I said I'm biased but as somebody who like my personal character is I love praise and worship I love to dance I love to have a good time I love to fellowship in that way mm-hmm. I'm a people person kind of um, kind of because <laughs> sometimes I don't like people but I'm a people person kind of because I like to fellowship in that kind of way and I enjoyed I used to also work in the club when I was at uni because it's good. That's a good job. I'm telling you. <laughs> it was a good job. If you want to get your coin, listen, I'm not I'm recommending studying, it We're studying hard during the day. We go to the library and then we have a nighttime economy job. We was making money. We wasn't stripping on a pole. We was just like waiting tables. When I was writing my dissertation, how can I be in a club with my textbooks writing? This is what I'm saying. Like, I, work, I, used, club with I used to work in the VIP um, section. So I would like do bottle service for the vip people and i'm making tips honey i'm paying my tithes listen no, you're i'm paying okay. my tithes like okay. anyway but that's besides the point i enjoyed <laughs> i somebody who is like me i like a good party i'm nigerian and nigerians like a good party mm-hmm. we like to gather we like to congregate we like to fellowship we like music we like that kind of spirit you know to uplift our spirits mm-hmm. and the bible very much talks about that so much um, so the whole point of praise party was that we did that in an edifying way. And the backlash we received is because we used a um, club venue. If it was to have yeah, it in a church right, hall, right. people wouldn't have yeah. made that much fuss. But you're the reason right. why we had it in a club venue was number one, because we wanted the atmosphere to be correct. So it's, we wanted certain lighting. We wanted certain... Um, sound systems we wanted a certain vibe we wanted it to be a vibe not that it replicated the world but it superseded what the world had to offer mm-hmm. when you go to a club it looks a certain way and it gives you a certain type of feeling we wanted to supersede that we wanted people to not feel like they were in church and then you know feel a little bit of a way to have a good time because there are inhibitions people have when they're in when they are in a church hall mm-hmm. and we wanted what we was to offer to supersede that so we used a club venue bear in mind we had completely rented out this building and it was actually ours it was in the process of purchasing it so it wasn't used for any other secular events at all it was ours the bar had been completely gutted out um and but yet people still had a problem with it because it's in a a secular venue Mm -hmm. these times again you're on a secular bus 
you're on a secular your train your workplace is secular if it means that you cannot Seven go into a secular building do not go into the bank do not go into your workplace do not go onto northern line don't do it you know what i mean don't walk onto the street because there's a secular street you have to be serious with what you're talking about so with place party we created an event where we wanted people to be able to dance and in fellowship in an amazing way so place party was an amazing initiative first of all second of all what i wanted to talk about is the praise and what praise is there's a hebrew word in the bible um obviously um for crazy <laughs> praise it's one of the seven words for praise and it's tuwada i don't know if i pronounced it properly but there's a word in the bible for crazy praise right and the crazy praise was like the david kind of praise mm-hmm. it was a praise whereby you let go of complete all your inhibitions and you really just give god your everything yes and um i'm here for th- that i'm i'm really here for that too and I feel like that's number one. That's one of the things that we did with praise party, crazy praises to offer unto God praise and vows in the highest form with your whole complete your whole body, right? And so I feel like when you're doing that to God and He's enjoying it, you're not sinning. It's not a bad thing. You are not going to completely be swept up in a ball of fire it's not gonna happen regards to going to clubs and raving again i just feel like you have to exercise wisdom you have to be smart you have to be wise you can't be in the club all the time um and expecting your character to not be corrupted it's impossible okay it's impossible to do that it's impossible Toda. Toda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, girl. It's impossible to be in a club every weekend and think that you, the things that the club offers, you're not going to partake in. That being said, right? If you think you're going to see bad behavior in a club that you won't see anywhere else, don't watch EastEnders because they're drinking and doing, they're in that pub every day in the standards, okay? <laughs> they're literally in that pub every day in the standards. Don't get out or don't get on a train, don't wanna get, go on a bus, don't even step outside because there's bad behavior everywhere. If you think that bad behavior or immoral behavior or corrupt behavior is only within a club, you're heavily mistaken. These times you might catch me doing a slow line at the petrol station. You might catch me doing a slow line at the petrol station because I can hear my music from the car. You know what I mean? So you can't go anywhere. You literally can't. Yes, there's things that happen more frequently in the club, um, but you're not going to go to the club enough in order to partake in those frequent behaviours. You know, you're not going to do that. You're not going to be clubbing enough to succumb to such temptations. So we have to be smart. I think if you're going to rave, if you're going to club, limit it. Limit it to special occasions i can say for myself now i'm not going raving unless it's somebody's birthday unless it's like you know and they're having their party in a club unless it's like a special event that's happening and it's like okay this is the only place to have it fine that's the only time that we will really go unless it's a special occasion we're not gonna go because there's nothing else to do i'll rather sleep I got me 65 jobs. I want <laughs> 65 jobs. I can't rave. I have to sleep at some point. You know what I mean? So I think you have to, if you're going to rave or club, limit it to when it's absolutely necessary. It's not necessary every weekend. It's not necessary at the end of every month. It's not necessary. Also, those type of clubs you go to, if you're going to clubs where people are at 
some point after one o'clock everybody's naked don't do that <laughs> if people are jumping off stereo speakers and you know jumping into other people's crutches <laughs> that's not the place to go so, and you know what I'm talking about I don't have to spell it we out know you know which what I'm talking kind of about these are guys. if people are dropping, jumping off speakers stereos um, they're doing double flips and jumping onto somebody else's crutches coochie coochies <laughs> don't do Listen, it can I just say do it I said to Tina <laughs> yesterday right if you say the word coochie in our podcast I'm cancelling the podcast <laughs> and you heard her say it so it's bye so guys funny. it was lovely talking it to you podcast so is cancelled we're going home Vinadine take care <laughs> we're out you because can't. I told you <laughs> you can't be jumping into people's crutches don't do that if you're going to a place where everybody around you is literally dry humping they're having dry sex that's not the place that you need to be in you have to exercise wisdom and I feel that people just pretend to be dumb in, in these kind of topics oh yeah but da, 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 da. listen if it's everything that, that you're seeing is if you're seeing people smoking you know taking drugs in a corner that's not the place you're supposed to be in you know what i mean if everybody's dry humping don't be there if everybody is jumping into people's crutches don't be there okay if they haven't limited or you know the music that they're listening to some if everything has got the most expletive version of the song mm. that's not the place you're supposed to be in because also in relation to the music so do you go to, pay your 20 pound and leave when you hear that kind of or what do you do i'm not saying that you but you would you would do your research you know what i mean if someone so you have to research me, before you go to the club I, I, I'm going to say I do. Somebody invited me to a house party not too long ago, not too long ago, and I know the type of things that they do. They're jumping off stereos and speakers and jumping onto people's coochies, and, and I can't do that. So I'm not, again, gonna, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. I really want to go, but I can't go to this club. I can't go to a house party because I know that it's going to have so many things there that are not conducive to my spirit, and I don't want to be in church the next day and all I can think about is Vibes Cartel romping shop I don't want to do it I'm not going to do it to myself I have to de-cleanse myself for 56 days right after your <laughs> one party so that I can get you know I have to I can get this song out of my spirit oh, yeah. because it's entered my spirit you know what I mean or I'm seeing people doing stuff that are immoral and I'm having to literally br- take it out of my brain so be wise exercise wisdom when you're going to these clubs, understand what you're going there for. When it gets too much, exit. Okay? Be Do your research before you go. Don't be silly. We're not saying that you have to stay in your house and sleep in your house for the whole 365 days of a year. But we're saying exercise wisdom. Yeah. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Well, not 100%. I feel like at a certain time, you know, we can we can put we can put clubbing behind us. It's not by force. It's not the it's only not, thing it's not to like, do in again, the world. Like I said, the same thing about smoking. It's not like Jesus is going to send you to hell because you went to the club on Friday. Absolutely not. So, you know, like, <laughs> I, I, I concern myself with salvific issues. Yeah. At this if point it's not in time in my salvation, life. Like, it's not an issue. You know, but if it is hard, if it is hindering your salvation, yeah. because it is encouraging certain behaviours in you, yeah, then ditch it. And you have to be willing to ditch things for God at yeah. the end of the day if you know that it's not conducive. It's actually just so ditch funny. It completely. I remember when I first went to a club at university and they, the bouncers look in your bag and in my bag I had my pocket Bible. <laughs> <laughs> in my bag I had my pocket Bible and the bouncer was like, Do you, he looked at my bag. Do you need to he looked but, at my uh, face. He looked at my bag again. This is before if I was wearing makeup. So literally in my bag was my pocket Bible, my lip gloss, 
my phone and my keys and money. And he looked at me. He was like, do you know where you're coming? You're actually coming into a club. Why is your Bible there? I need it. I need it. <laughs> Just in case. My Bible. You don't know. Just in case things pop off, right? I can just I need to check out one this, scripture this is about it. the sword of the and word I of walk, God. Literally, sword. I walk every day in my Bible. I walk. My Bible is in my school bag. It's in my. No, this was before we even like had like Bible apps. <laughs> now you don't really have to have your pocket Bible because you've got your Bible app. This is before reference. Bible apps. Yeah, this is before Bible. When app. the enemy comes in like a flood. When when the enemy Don't comes in like a flood. This is it. So he was looking at me like, why you got your Bible in the club? I'm like, dude, they don't I need let no it. In the club, oh my god. They don't let the Christians in the club. Oh my. I'm gonna play this track as we are exiting. That's yeah. perfect for the actual whole entire podcast. <laughs> Canton Jones, shout out you in it. Hold tight, you fam. Hold tight, man. Like hold Canton. tight, hold tight, Canton Jones for that because they were Christians in the club. We at the back, two over there, three <laughs> over there, four in the back with their hands in the air. Can you come on? I told hey, you the rap. The hey, is coming. Listen, it's coming to SoundCloud. So to, to summarize, let me summarize first before for me guys into it. Um. First of all, point number one, can you indulge in secular content? We are saying in moderation with the leading of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Two, can you drink and smoke? We are saying... Probably not. Probably not. But, yeah, probably not. But it depends on how you... It depends on how you... Especially with drinking. With smoking, I would say no. With drinking... It depends on how it makes you behave and act, whether or not you're getting drunk. No getting drunk, but you're allowed to have a glass of wine, of course. Yeah. And can Christians club? You can go to a praise party. They'll you be can go to a praise They'll, party. Yeah, we're, we're having some praise parties soon. You can go to a praise party. Um, could you go to a club? I would say, yeah, for a special occasion. Let it not be a frequent. But if you go to the club more than you go to church, you've got a Hey. you've got a problem these, these times there are people who go to church Easter Christmas New Year's Eve to you know watch night service so they can cancel all the demons that are going to be fighting them in the that new year the right that they collected from the club <laughs> right that they that followed them home and you want to profess to be a Christian stop you're it going to Misbe- every Friday. misbehave if you're in the club more than you are in church you've got a problem and if so yeah so I would say limit the club activity go to more Praise like clubs if you can. Research where you're going beforehand. And if it's not conducive for your spirit, bounce. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So should we close in prayer? Yep. Scripture. I think we should do your belly is your, belly is your God. Okay. Because that's um an appetite thing. And everything that we've discussed is appetites. Because sometimes you crave the club. You crave to have a good turn mm-hmm. up. You crave to have buck off your back. I'm going to say, me myself, I sometimes be like, do you know what? I need to let my hair down. I need to go out. I'm like, for me, let's go somewhere. I need to just, you know, I need to do one good wine. You know when it's just Imagine. like, you need to do one good wine. Like, oh. your, your your wine, this needs to be like, you need to make sure that you still got it. Like, you still got the juice, okay? <laughs> you want to make sure you still got the juice. But we can turn to Philippians 3, 18 to 20 as our hashtag scripture, scripture first for this podcast. Um, And I'll read it again. For, as I have often told you before and now, and tell you again, even with tears, many lives Many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things, including the club. 
but our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. Make sure that your appetite for earthly things, whether it be smoking, drinking, secular content, or the club is not greater than your appetite for Christ. Don't let your fleshy desires outweigh your spiritual desires. Do not let your flesh or your stomach be your God. Let God be God. He is God over all. And he can actually fill any void that alcohol can fill, that clubbing can fill, that smoking can fill, and that scandal can fill. He can really fill that (laughs) void. Amen. Yeah, amen. Let's pray. Almighty God, we give you praise. We give you glory, oh God. You are wonderful. You are excellent, almighty God. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit that allows us to discern what is right and what is wrong. You've given us a conscience, almighty God, so that we are able, almighty God, to know right from wrong, almighty God, heavenly Father, not just from what people tell us or how people judge us, almighty God, heavenly Father, but from what your spirit is comfortable with. For your word says that we should not quench the Holy Spirit. So help us to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit in the the mighty name of Jesus. Mighty God, Heavenly Father, we pray that you just fill us up, oh God. We pray that everything that is not of you, Almighty God, Heavenly Father, let us cast it down right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, Mighty God, Heavenly Father, that you clear our heads and our bodies from every craving of the flesh, oh God. We pray that the lust of the flesh shall not be more powerful, Mighty God, than our craving and our desire for you. For as Tina said before, as the deer panted for the water, so my soul longs after you, God. So our souls long after you, Mighty God. We are not complete and we are not full without you there is nothing that can fill that void no drugs no alcohol no sex no clubbing no smoking no drinking nothing can fill the void like you fill it almighty god so we pray oh lord continue to fill us up continue almighty god heavenly father to give us your love your peace almighty god heavenly father mercy and grace oh god grace to be able to overcome all of these challenges that we face for we're not perfect oh god we're not perfect we still do things wrong we still crave things that we know we shouldn't almighty god heavenly father but we give you praise and we pray that you continue to lead us in Jesus' mighty name. Heavenly Father, we just want to take this time out to thank you for how you are so faithful to us, even when we are unfaithful. We want to take this time out to recognise that you are Lord over all and that you can actually feel every desire that we have and we thank you that your word says that you have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places and that father god our spirit should be so full and our appetite for you should be so great that sometimes the things that we desire outwardly the things that we desire in the world father god are actually detest us you know in comparison to how good we feel when we are with you and we just want to make sure father god that we recognize that you are the love of our lives and that we put you first in all things and that we never ever ever try and compare the satisfaction we get from earthly secular things to the satisfaction we get from spending time with you Mm. father god we want to thank you father god as for me said that we know that you are the love of our lives and we will continue to serve you wholeheartedly and we thank you father god for giving us the courage and the strength to say no to the flesh we thank you father god for giving us the courage and the strength to say no to negative influences whether it's family or friends because sometimes it's by default if you live in a house where your parents are just doing certain things and you just can't escape from it then what is one to do father god help us to um have the son of spirits help Mm. us to be able to say no to things that 
we know are not right for us and not good for us father god help us father god to put you first thank you that your word says that we should seek after righteousness and you will add all things unto us father god we thank you father god that you are the lord over all and there is nothing that you cannot do there is no void you cannot fill there is no space in our hearts that you cannot occupy that you're the creator of all things that you will lead us into paths of righteousness we thank you father god that your word says that the entrance of the word bringeth forth light and it bringeth Mm. forth understanding Mm. we thank you that your word is a light to our feet and a lamp to our path father god let your word light us and give us direction let it enlighten us let it guide us to do the right things things that please you thank you for the leading of the holy spirit oh lord we thank you we praise you we thank you father god that we will not put other things before you we will not create idols father god in anything else and put anything else before you you are the love of our lives alcohol can't fill it sex can't fill it smoking can't fill it clubbing can't fill it scandal or any other type of tv program or music can't fill it you alone fill us O lord and we thank you for everything we give you thanks we give you praise we give you glory in jesus name amen, amen. follow us on at hashtag scripture on um instagram twitter facebook youtube soundcloud soundcloud and itunes subscribe that's like follow every session we do, do everything <laughs> do all the things Thank you guys, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.